0: Good morning, God's gracious help and well-being, grace and peace be with each one of you. On the second Sunday after Pentecost, this is the season after Pentecost, beautiful June weekend. I hope you're well. It's good to be with you. During the summertime, we get to live into and enjoy some stories from Genesis. Pastor Eric gave us the first scene last week. Do you remember what that was? It was creation. God didn't have to create. God creates because God is relational. God desires relationships. We are made in God's image. We're not God, but we're made in God's image. And we need a place to belong. We need relationships. God continues creation. We are accepts us as co-creators. God wants us to teach care of the earth, and God observes Sabbath, and again, we are made in God's image. This this morning we get to live into the story of Abraham and Sarah. Holy Spirit, please be present uh, as we enjoy and live into the story of your blessings and your promises. Give us peace and comfort and encouragement. Amen. Deb and I are listening to, watching a Netflix series called Anne with an E. This is based on Anne of Green Gables. Marvella and Matthew are two older brother and sister who have a nice farm, Green Gables, I think on Prince Edward's Island off the mainland of... Canada they're getting older they know they need some help so they send the mainland to an orphanage asking for a boy to help them well the request gets mixed up and who should occur who should show up at the train station their 12 or 13 year old girl with red hair and braids and freckles now she doesn't think she's very pretty because of red hair braids and freckles but we know that that is very special Anyway, Matthew doesn't speak much. He's a person of very few words. Uh, Anne talks a blue streak. Marvella doesn't really see the need for an imagination, but Anne has developed a vivid imagination because she needs that to cope with what she's experienced at the orphanage and in the family she's been formed out to. So because she uh, talks a lot, plays and has a vivid imagination, there are some adjustment difficulties. Once she's playing, pretending to be a princess with a shawl, she loses an heirloom jewel, a brooch of Marvella's, makes up a story that she threw it down a well. They send her back to the orphanage, This has been a big mistake. Then Marvella finds this in the crease of a couch, and uh, so Matthew goes galloping to retrieve her. They find a place in their heart for her. They accept her. Uh, she writes her name in their family Bible. Her name is now Anne Shirley Cuthbert. She is a Cuthbert. She said, I never had a place to belong. I never belonged uh, to anyone. Abram and Sarai. Abram was 75. Sarai was 65. And God said, Leave your country, go to a different land. Through your family, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And they believed God and went. Some years later, God appeared to Abram again and said, Look up at the stars. Look at all the stars. That's how many descendants uh, you will have. And Abram said, Well, right now, uh, a slave in my household will be my heir. God said, No. You yourself will have a son. Well, sure enough, Abram had a son named Ishmael, whom he loved. Ishmael's mother was Hagar, one of Sarah's servants. Abram was 86 years old when Ishmael was born. Now, when Ishmael was 13, teenager, God appeared to Abram again and said, Abram, I'm going to change your name to Abraham, and I'm going to change your wife's name from Sarai to Sarah. From you will come nations and kings. Well, you thought maybe Sarah was just the one who laughed. Abraham laughed here. He said, how can this possibly be? A hundred year old man uh, having a son, 90 year old wife. You know, I have an heir, Ishmael. Can't this work out? God said, no, Sarah's going to have a son will name him Isaac. Well, that brings us to our story Genesis 18. Abraham was sitting at the opening of his tent in the heat of the day. Now, they lived in a grove of oak trees. This is very special, almost sacred, I think, maybe like a park. I'm sure they had a big tent. Abraham had a herd, servants. He's sitting there, maybe taking a siesta, sitting in the heat of the day. Life is good. He looks up and sees three visitors traveling along the road. And he gets up and goes down. Abraham is a very respectful person. Now, Abraham doesn't know that these visitors are the Lord. This is the Lord visiting in the guise of three people. He's a very respectful person. He goes up to them. He bows way down. He says, friends, it's hot. Come in, sit under the shade, sit under the trees, rest. I'll get some water to wash your feet and some bread after you've refreshed yourself and you can go on with your journey. They said, that sounds good. So they came and sat down under the tree. Abraham brought water, then he went in the tent and asked Sarah to use good flour, make three loaves of bread, went out to the herd, picked out a calf, asked the servant to get it ready, prepared the food, this probably took a while, brought the meal, it was meat, it was bread, butter, yogurt, milk. Abraham stood while they ate. Abraham was the consummate host. Then this story takes a turn. It always makes my skin tingle a little. The Lord asked Abraham, "Where is your wife Sarah?" Abraham said, "She's in the tent." The Lord said, "When we come back next year in due time, she's going to have a son." So Abraham Sarah in the tent was listening. And now she laughed. How can this be possible? A woman my age having the pleasure of having a child, and look at my husband, 100 years old. This is ridiculous. Outside the tent, the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh when I said she would have a son? Is anything too wonderful for God? When we come back in due time, she will have a son. Now, inside the tent, Sarah is afraid. She comes to the opening, she said, I didn't laugh. The Lord said, yes, you did laugh. Well, in due time, she did have a son named Isaac, and Isaac, which means laughter, Isaac, Isaac, like a bell ringing, laughter, laughter. Now she's laughing. And all her friends can celebrate and laugh with her. Who would have thought that I, at my age, could have a son. I want you to look at two paintings by Hachi. We've enjoyed his art before. This first one is, look to the heavens. God said, this is God's promise. Look to the heavens. This is how many descendants you're going to have. This colorful. The other is Abraham and three angels. I like this, it shows Abraham and Sarah. The text does not say these were angels. This was the Lord visiting in the guise of three men. God's promise and blessing. Now this story is really about God, God's promise and blessing. The word to bless occurs in the Bible many times, it means to live life to its fullest with all the joy, the laughter, and the tears that go along with that, and it also often means doing something new. God, this, this word, I think, bless, is um, similar to shalom, maybe, and we should not uh, forget other important biblical words like justice righteousness. I think to be blessed it includes racial justice, it includes justice for the poor, the needy, the orphan, the widow, the immigrant, the lens. So let's keep those words in mind too, along with blessed. God's promise, God's purpose. Apostle Paul allegorizes this text in his letter to the Galatians. Now Abraham, Abraham had a heir, something he set up. Ishmael was his heir. This was 500 years or many years before the law came of Mount Sinai, but this was a legal heir. He had Ishmael, but Isaac was born through a promise. That's different. Promise means trust and faith. What's at stake here for us is, are we part of God's promise God's blessing. The good news of the gospel is that yes, because of Jesus and the Holy Spirit, we have been grafted on to this family. We have a place to belong. and Shirley Cuthbert now has a family. It's amazing how God works. Marbella had an elderly or a friend her age who had been a classmate in school, grown up together, a lifelong friend, had many children, knew everything going on in the town, had her opinion about everything, but a very faithful friend. First, this friend thought that Marbella and Matthew's getting Ann was a total mistake, and so Anne told her off and had to go and apologize. And part of her apology was. I'm looking forward to the day when I'm not concerned at all about what you have to say about me. Well, uh, Marbella's friend took this pretty well. She said to uh, Marbella, you know, Marbella, we had a girl in our class who had red hair, remember? Now, today, she has beautiful auburn hair. So it's amazing how God works and how God provides. My transformational goal for us this week is to live into this story. I want you to pick a role, one or more roles, try to live into it. If you pick the role of Abraham, I want you not to do much. Just sit on your porch. See who God sends to you. Or just sit somewhere else. See what God has in store for you. Uh, You may be surprised. Listen. Look, if you choose Abraham and Sarah, then uh, be hosts, show hospitality, and trust God, and laugh. Don't be afraid to laugh and play some, but be careful. God may have something in store for you in spite of your age, however old or young you might be. If you choose the role of the three visitors, travelers, then pray before you do this, but then walk in your neighborhood or drive around and ask God to show you someone who needs a word of comfort or encouragement or peace. Take time, if you're watering your garden, your flowers, take time to talk um, to your neighbors. part of this family, part of God's uh, promise and blessing. Other artists have worked with this story, Uh, this is one that I like, in the 1420s, a man named Andrew Rublev drew a Trinity icon, it's in Russia. This one was done in Sofia, Bulgaria by Antonia. Yankova, and I like this. Uh, you see Abraham and Sarah in the background, see the oak tree and the visitors. Um, uh, Henri, now i com- commenting on this, uh, calls this a circle of love. This is a circle of love that we belong to. It's a time of refreshment. These visitors are being refreshed and nourished, are resting from all the anger and uh, uh, anxiety, our harsh inner critics, uh, all this we may have inside and outside, all the hatred and violence, division, disinformation in our world. This is not, we're not going out of the world, but this is a place to find rest and refreshment and love. All that abide in God, Love. And in commun- communion, this is what we do. Jesus is our host or guest. Which do you think? Um, we bring bread or crackers and juice, but Jesus brings uh, the gifts. Before we uh, celebrate communion, thanks that we belong to this family. Thanks for God's blessing and promises. I want us to take a few minutes just to reflect on God's promises to our church family, to your biologic family, God's blessings, how these have come true. God has been faithful. Let's pray together, God you are faithful, you have included us through Jesus our Lord in this family, in this story, you accept us in spite of our shortcomings. We are worthwhile and your promises are lasting, we have a future, all praise is yours. We have prepared food, but Jesus brings the gifts of blessing and promise. His death is seen by many as weakness and foolishness, but for those who believe wisdom and power of God, great victory of God's love for us while we were yet sinners. The Passover meal in the upper room, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. He said to his disciples, I have eagerly desired eat this meal with you. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The risen Christ welcomes us to this beast before us. For prayer of preparation and confession, this is taken from our minister's manual. Our response will be, these we lay down, we can say these words together. Before we take the body of the Lord, before we share his life in bread and wine, we recognize these things, those things we carry within us for which we are sorry. These we lay down. The words of hope we often fail to give, the prayers of kindness buried in our pride, the signs of care we argued out of sight, these we lay down. Our narrowness of vision and of mind, our need for other folk to serve our will, and every word in silence meant to hurt, these we lay down. Of those around in whom we meet our Lord, we ask their pardon, and we grant them ours. Every contradiction to Christ's peace, these we lay down. Lord Jesus Christ, companion at this feast, We empty now our hearts and stretch our hands and ask you to meet us here in bread and wine which you lay down, amen. In the name of Jesus, we assure you that you are forgiven, loved and free, amen. Prayer of consecration and blessing Father in heaven, our Creator God, God of Abraham and Sarah, Ishmael and Isaac, we thank you for your goodness, your blessing and promises. This beautiful June Sunday we celebrate and give thanks for including us in your story, blessing and promise. We celebrate your righteousness, your saving mercy. Lord Jesus, thank you for your faithfulness. You affirm us even when we are anxious together we seek to enter your kingdom as your body was nourished and warmed by bread and wine so your life is implanted in us and you live in us through the holy spirit as we receive these gifts holy spirit come upon the bread that we break and the cup that we share and upon us grant forgiveness cleansing and release of our sins as we release those who have wronged us, carry those who grieve, comfort those of us dealing with disability and weakness in this time. Stress, please show us the way of peace. Bring release from anxiety and fear. Bring healing to our souls and bodies grace to keep your word so we will not live just for ourselves but for you who for our sake did die was raised and will appear let's pray together the Lord's prayer our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. For I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. God of all goodness, we give you thanks for this bread. Thank you for walking with us, feeding us and comforting us. Our hearts burn within us as we hear Jesus's words. Death could not hold him. He stands here among us and comforts us saying, peace be with you. In the breaking and sharing of this bread and cup, we recognize the one who loves and gives everlasting life to all. Jesus is among us. We partake, share bread together the bread of life. the same way he took the cup also after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes God of love your faithfulness roots our lives holding us with patience and grace thank you for this cup of Christ blessed by earth and in heaven May your spirit satisfy us with this cup, quenching the thirst of our bodies, minds, and spirits. We partake together, the cup of salvation. Pray together, Bless the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise God's holy name. We Thank you God for your promises, for your blessing, for the hope that is for now and also in the future. Thank you that you include us in your circle of love. We bless you O oh God for your healing love and your gift of salvation for your gracious gifts of bread and cup we bless you for nourishing us in the love of this community in the circle of love and for sustaining us in hope we pray for your strength to prepare us for your service this week as we live into this story and offer our lives of worship and witness in the world you have made through Christ our Lord. Amen. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. So we live into our Genesis story this week knowing we have a place to belong. Thank you Holy Spirit for your presence, for your blessing, for your promise of life. Peace and all good and everything this week.